In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, baseball is not boring. Um, we've had a lot of people on the podcast who are, epitomize that. And that's the great thing about baseball, right? There's so many people that are, have this message, are, are at the top of the mountain in terms of screaming it. But there's nobody. There's really there's very few people who actually is screaming it louder and with more authority and with more effectiveness than our next, next guest, and that's Brett Phillips, who I called, who I called Brett, in the book that coming out, we, we always have to have to promote the book here. Sorry. Which, of course, of course. Yes, yes. Uh, a damn near perfect game, Reclaiming America's Pastime. You, so we have in the book, we have excerpts for a lot of people talking about how they fell in love with baseball, what they love it. You know, Mark, Rob Lowe and Mark Hoppus and, and a million players and everything else. But you're the one that we took and put with the with, with one chapter with the commissioner of baseball, right? Because because I am dubbing you the commissioner of fun. That's what I phrase it in the book, and that's what I'll phrase it here. Brett Phillips, commissioner of fun. Man, what a heck of an introduction. <laughs> I'm honored. I'm honored to be on the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast. You know my motto, baseball is fun. And, uh, man, thank you so much for, for putting me in your book. I'm looking forward to reading it, hearing what everyone has to say, and uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Well, I tell you this, and we should we should say that you were at the forefront of this whole this whole message with the baseball is fun campaign. You can get the baseballs and fun merchandise. Where give me the website again to go to, Brett? Uh, it's it's baseballisfun35.com. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Listen, I'm mean, like you said, this we're all part of the same team. We're all part of the same team. And you know, I talked about Brett, you know, I talked about we talked I had never met you before and you were so generous with your time. I remember that day at Fenway in the in the clubhouse talking about this stuff. And we just talked about this topic, right? Baseball, baseball being fun, what's wrong with baseball, what's good about baseball, all of that. And it's one thing to, to sort of have the the T-shirts and have the the website and have the the image, but I can tell everybody sitting down with you, Brett. I mean, this is a passion project. I mean, this is it is no lie. Like you, you and I were sitting there, and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so awesome. Which is, by the way, why I ran out immediately and said, listen, we got to put this. This guy, I know Rob Manfred has the title. This guy should be commissioner. This guy, Brett Phillips, should be commissioner. Uh, Man, well, well, you you hit the you hit the nail on the head with uh, the passionate part. I'm just so passionate about what I do. First of all, just feeling so blessed 
to be able to play a game for a living, right? We're playing baseball, a kid's game that when I picked up the bat for the first time at four or five years old to play t-ball and I fell in love with it. And here we are fast forward 24 years and I'm still getting to do it and call it a profession and people are paying me? Shoot, I would do this for some Chick-fil-A coupons between you and I. Don't don't tell my agent I said that. But man, I just, again, it goes back to being passionate. When you're passionate about something, you believe in something, it's fun. It's just so easy to talk about. Um, and and here we are talking about it and and just, it's, it's I'm pumped. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is that you you have the message and and you're you're great at giving the message and i don't know like in over the course of this year we've talked about this and coop say hi you're coop sitting there say hi coop how's it going right, hey man. coop <laughs> welcome to the show man yeah, yeah, i man. appreciate I mean, being on with you bro two, two, two of the two three of us have really really good hair um <laughs> so uh, i will say this and coop knows this that this year since we started sort of the whole baseballs and boring with joe Back in January, you know, we looked at it. We look back at that. We look back at this year, Brett, and it feels like that people are finally starting to get this message. I don't know if you feel like that way. We had on a guy from Savannah Bananas, Zach Frangillo, on the other day. We had on Rob Freeman of Pitching Ninja. We know like what he does, and and it feels like this year, maybe more than the previous years that people are finally starting to get the Brett, the message that Brett Phillips has been trying to tell people. Really, I'm not just, I'm not just saying it, that you've been trying to tell people an exhibit for the last couple of years. Yeah, you know, when you look to your left and you look to your right in the clubhouse and going through the minor, league or minor leagues especially, I think you see guys putting way too much pressure on themselves to be someone that they're not. And what I mean by that is most baseball players, they have great personalities. Um, you know, you you get in a room with five or six of them in a setting where they feel comfortable. You're going to get the most out of them. And for me, I've always been a guy of what you see is what you get. Now, whatever, whenever that might have started coming into play, whatever, whether that was in the 70s or 80s or 90s, however, whatever direction baseball was headed with, okay, we're going to be super professional and this is the line in the sand. And if you cross it, then you're not, that, that's not, you're not a baseball pro, you're not a pro, right? You're not a dude. And I'm looking around, and I'm just like, man, these guys would be performing way better they would be way happier. Maybe we can minimize on the vices that guys that that guys are you know <laughs> doing and using, and they they would not be as I guess hard on themselves is what I'm getting at. And I recognize that I've recognized that my whole life when it comes to playing baseball. Uh, you talk to my little league coach Ira Berman, and he's going to say I was the only kid ever that struck out and ran back to the dugout with a smile on my face. I was the only kid that he ever saw do that. And that's just kind of how I've always lived my life, but be how I wanted to play baseball and live out my, my baseball career in a, in a way of, I'm just going to enjoy myself. I'm blessed to be here regardless of good or bad. I'm going to keep my head up. I'm going to work hard. And of course, I'm going to be professional, right? I never want to disrespect someone, but I just 
my message to guys around me is, hey, I know who you are as a person. When I see you out there, that's not you. Be yourself. Enjoy yourself, right? This is such a small window of opportunity in your life. Do you want to look yourself in the mirror 15, 10 years from now and say, man, I wish I would have had a little more fun, right? Just a little more. And I'm like, no, no, I'm, enjoy I'm enjoying this. I'm getting to go on plane rides to cities I've never been to. I'm playing in front of 20, 30,000 fans, right? Like screw the pressure, screw, you know, me putting so much extra Ten, like getting so tense about things i'm gonna be myself and you know it's really cool rob that you recognize me as having fun and being at the top of your list but at the end of the day i'm just being myself i'm just enjoying it but have you have you had to turn to guys and say that like flat out said hey listen sit, listen dude it's it's okay it's okay like we talked about a, a small example was um, actually, when Joe was on a couple weeks ago, when we're going through the playoffs and they're doing the in-game interviews, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, like finally, like, you aren't getting the side eye from guys in the other in the dugout. They're like understanding this is an important part of the the equation." Have you have you had to like pull guys aside and say, "Not necessarily, hey, go have fun, go have fun, come on." You know, I haven't I haven't gotten there yet, and I think that comes with leadership and and experience and being more of a veteran. Um, you know, another thing too, we value rightfully so is performance, but what comes with performance, I feel like is more of a voice and I wish it was a little different, but I think I'll be able to get there with guys. I, I want to be more of a lead by example, as opposed to lead by my, my voice. Like I, I think coming up guys may have, you know, the veteran guys, they might have looked at me and said, there's a, there's a screw loose with that Phillips dude, right? But in reality, it's just me enjoying myself, having fun. And that just, I, I see a lot of that in them uh, at times, but not during times that they need to be showing it. Uh, so I, I have not had that conversation with anyone, unfortunately. But by leading by example, so it, it wasn't an MVP award or anything, but you got your own tops card because of, you know, a moment that you had in game and then also celebrating it with the tagline, like baseball is fun. I mean, do you, do you look at that as like, okay, that's progress. Like this game is heading in the, even though it's like a tops card and not to belittle tops. Cause I mean, I got my, we love tops. Like, we scattered love tops. across like the top yeah, of my absolutely. desk right now, but it, it's, it's showing where the game is going. I think. Yeah. I just, I hope guys don't feel like I, I hope guys look at me and say, you know, Phillips in the past, maybe people would say he's embarrassing himself, but I want guys to get over that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm really just enjoying, this is the inner kid coming out of me. I'm flying like an airplane around the field in the world series. Like that's not embarrassing. That's fun. I'm enjoying myself. So I hope guys can look at that and be like, this is how, I want them to show how they have fun more. I want I want them and not feel embarrassed by doing so because it's not. It is, but got people, fans, they want a genuine, you know, they I, I just they want to connect with people who are authentically themselves without apology. People gravitate towards genuine organic. And I think we're starting to get away from the scripted interviews uh of 
you know, yeah, I had a great game. I was looking for a good pitch to hit uh, and I squared it up, right? Like that is the professional scripted interviews that we're getting away from slowly and it's adding more value and entertainment to the fans experience, which is ultimately at the end of the day, what we're trying to do. Is it so I remember and correct me if I'm wrong. I think you told the story about how you used to wear your baseball uniform underneath your church clothes, right? Correct. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Great story. Great story. But I think that, that sort of epitomizes uh, the a great example of how we all remember baseball when we're of that age. Unless you did that again today, I don't know. If, <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah. you should you should do it just for just for fun. So, um, but to go from there to like let's say this off season, is it harder and harder? To to, yeah. When you when you're playing great, but there's a lot of times you're not playing, and that 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 there's a lot of business within that. Is that hard to go through? For does it become harder and harder as you get older? Uh, that's one. That's a that's a great question, and a lot of it comes from perspective, right? When this was the hardest year by far of my like my career statistically, I was the worst. I went through some seriously bad slumps. Probably, I, I went through like an 0 for 32 one stretch. I went for a 1 for 34 one stretch. I got DFA'd twice, right? And that's tough. That's a, that's a storm uh, in my baseball career that I had to navigate through. But at the end of the day, perspective, right? And Chloe, little Chloe, you guys saw that story with a uh, nine-year-old girl battling cancer for the second time in her life, right? She shows up every single day with a beautiful smile on her face, good energy, and she's just happy. She's just happy to, to be, you know, love life. And I go back to my career this year when things were going south and everyone on Twitter is saying, golly, you suck rightfully so I, it's okay right but i've never lost perspective as to i'm still playing a kid's game i'm still enjoying myself i'm still having fun i still believe in myself mm -hmm. regardless of how bad i'm doing i know i'm going to continue to work hard be a good teammate i'm going to control what i can control and at the end of the day let the rest settle itself iron itself out well you know anytime anyone says anything on twitter you see anything you know what you do you just respond with a, one of the three grand slams a couple of years ago, you know? So <laughs> there you go. I mean, that's what I would do. Coop, right? I mean, if you have it, listen, why not? You walk the Man, top. as bad as, as much as I want to defend myself every time I'm getting roasted, again, I just go back to, all right, you know, how much money did I just lose this person? Why are is he or she or they or them? Why are they so upset? I think about it. Oh, sitting at, sitting on their couch, and they're just miserable. And then I look at my life, and I'm just like, man, I'm happy. I'm really enjoying myself. There's no reason to well, enable listen, that person. Listen, you know? I mean, I you, I know you're happy because, and I don't know why you did it. You dress up as a, a bottle of ranch dressing for Halloween, and you know why? So. <laughs> I am totally going off. I was I was on this train. I was going to ask you about social media. Then I was going to ask about this, but I, I just this you made me remember uh, a very important question. Wh why did you dress up as a bottle of ranch dressing at Halloween, and your and your wife dressed up as a pizza pizza? 
that's the most important question you've asked. Yes, of course. They don't they. listen. They don't call me ranchy for no reason, Rob. Okay. I'm a huge ranch dressing connoisseur. Love me some ranch dressing. I've collaborated with Hidden Valley. You know, like when it comes to food, for the most part, you're going to see ranch dressing involved as a dipping sauce or condiment to go with my food. I told my wife this year, a month ago, I, I linked up with Hidden Valley. They sent me the costumes. I told my wife, don't even worry about picking out a Halloween costume. I got us this year. And she had no idea till the night before when I whipped that piece of slice of pizza out and put it on. And uh, you guys can go check that out on my Instagram, the photo. And I, I had a bottle of Hidden Valley uh, ranch dressing on. And that's just my favorite food. That's the best combination in the world. And no one can argue with me because it's, it's just what it <laughs> but why I mean, what, what Patrick Mahomes is to ketchup, you are yeah, to ranch. Exactly. exactly. It, uh, I'm not familiar with that, but yes, it sounds like ketchup on his steak. But why 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 did she go as pizza? Like I yeah, would that's my that's my favorite combination with ranch. I'll have oh, Sam. Yeah, I I'll would have never- I had no idea. So, like, I thought, okay, celery, buffalo wings. No, you know, pizza, I'm thinking, bro. Pizza? pizza? Hey, next time you have a slice of pizza, I'm, we're having pizza tonight. Trey, uh, my father-in-law, just we're, we're staying at my in-laws right now. Our house is – well, our house is getting done. But we're, I'm going to go crush some pizza and ranch after this interview, which I'm super excited about. My mouth is actually watering as we speak. But next time you have a slice of pizza, if you don't have – and you don't send me a photo of a side of dipping ranch sauce next to it, Rob, I think our friendship might be over. All right. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm actually going to do that. Now, it'll be I, – I said the other day, Coop, I, did I say – I said the other day – I only have carbs once a year. That's on Thanksgiving, but I'll make a special exception. Oh well, listen, hey, listen. If you if you don't eat pizza, I totally understand. No, no, I won't judge you. But no, if, judge okay, me. Okay, judge me. Brett won't no. judge you, but I will. No, judge me. <laughs> our, our, the 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 message in the friendship is at stake. So I I'm all it in. Is. I'm all it in. is. I'll you do, better shoot me a text too. Oh, absolutely. Abs- listen, it's done. It's done. <laughs> it's, it's inspired. You inspire in many ways, and that'll be your next bout of inspiration. Um, um, heck yeah. So, so this happened. I knew this because of social. Here's my awkward segue. Uh, here, that happened because of social media. So social media is a big part of this equation, right? And and you talk about fending people off on Twitter, but at the same time, you're inviting people in, which people love. This is a whole big part of it. And then I, I think, Brett, that we talk about players giving away their personality in interviews. I think up until this year, got a little bit better, as you point out, this year. I felt like players were so wary of controlling their, for I hate this word, but lack of a better term, brand, that they're like, I'll show my, I'll, sure, I'll show you my personality. Go to my Instagram account, right? Instead of just doing it all the time. I don't know how, how you, where you come down on the whole ball of wax when it comes to social media. I think social media is a, it's great and it's bad at this. It's a double-edged sword. And I think you can agree with me. Uh, You know, it's almost like you get to social media, you get to pick and choose what you want to show your fan base. Right. But if that doesn't match up with who you are in interviews, who you are as a person, as a teammate, as an individual, that's where guys start to have an issue. Right. Oh, you do all this, this and this on social media and you, you portray this. 
but I know you as this, this, and this. So I think there's a fine line of, yeah, guys, definitely show you, promote your brand, show you who you are, but make sure it's organic and genuine. Make sure that's who you are as a person because you can only fake it for so long. You like That's what I'm getting at. Don't be embarrassed about your personality. Obviously, there's always going to be a level of respect and professionalism, but don't be embarrassed to show who you are because at the end of the day, that's easy. That's easy to show up to the ballpark and be who you are. And then on top of it, you have to go out and compete at the highest level. Why, why do you want to have to be worrying about things like that as simple as that that could affect your performance? Um, and I, again, that's just the culture of where I think uh, baseball it's the last sport to follow. You're starting to see a lot more personality in, in NFL and basketball. And you look at their Instagram following compared to MLB. And we can argue about, you know, why th there's just not enough eyes uh, watching MLB stuff and games. But that's a whole different topic. But uh, like on the surface, I just look at baseball players being the most reserved personality wise. And I, and I just want to encourage guys to just be yourself and, and let the rest follow. And obviously again, I always want to touch on professionalism and not crossing that line of disrespecting anyone, but it's gotta be exhausting for guys to, you know, be someone they're not on, on a consistent basis. <laughs> Coop, as, this is going to shock you, Brett. Coop is slightly younger than I am. Coop, what's your perspective <laughs> on what he just said? I think it's spot on, and I and I think there's no there's no better example than what Tristan McKenzie and I believe Jazz Chisholm got in on it too this postseason. In that, and it, this was great by MLB because this was an opportunity to market your player as like the centerpiece of like the entertainment. And what they did, it was like the pregame before the World Series is that they had Tristan McKenzie and they had Jazz Chisholm go out and like use the MLB social media accounts to just ask players, you know, whatever was on their mind. It wasn't structured interviews. It was just like one ball player talking to another. And it's A, it like it humanizes the guys a little bit more. And B, it kind of shows like what it's actually like to be a ball player and be in those like type of conversations. So it, it, it circles right back to the organic nature of social media. And that is the best way to promote baseball, I think. Yeah, and I think that those guys are – I mean, it also comes back to what, Brett, you were saying. It's genuine. Like, like, I mean, I don't know them, but most of these guys – I think we – everybody leans into people who are genuine. You are clearly a genuine guy. Like, we – like we, there's, there's no doubt about it. And – we had, uh, like you said, we had a Joe Kelly Holiday Spectacular this, this the other day, and you, it, Coop, you I mean you saw the responses? It's like this is a g genuine guy. Now he has a different personality than you, yeah, but that's okay. Okay, I mean, just be genuine. And this is always Brett. Like when I was covering David Ortiz, I would be like, that's what I said about him. People asked about him. I said, you know what I like about him is that he's genuine. Sometimes that gets him in trouble. But yeah. it's genuine. That's it. That's Rob, it. Hey, that's great. And it goes back to having mixed reviews. And those guys who have mixed reviews, it's 
I, 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 it's just really tough to know what you're getting on a daily basis from them, right? One day they could be super bubbly and super cool. And then you go up to see, you see them a week later, the same, and it's, and it's just a whole different encounter. And you're just like, right? Like if you're going to be a certain way, be it all the time. So you Mm -hmm. know what to expect. I know if you're, if, if you just, uh, you're a pissed off dude and you're just super competitive, right? But you're that every single day. That's, that's you. That's great. But don't <laughs> give me this mixer of use crap where I don't know how to talk to you because we just had a great conversation one day and you're super cool. And then the next you're just not. And I'm just like, who are you? Who are you now? And even with, and like, when you look at that with like trying to, to reach out to fans and trying to get that brand, it's like, you're not going to make everyone happy with the brand, but you can grow your own like little niche market of like ML, like people that enjoy the MLB and they gravitate towards that like competitive nature. Like maybe not everyone gravitates towards that, but you will find that group of people that do find that interesting and do relate to that. And it, it, it's exactly what you're saying is the organicness well, is the genuineness. Yeah. Well, and, and so that actually dove the last thing. And I appreciate your time, Brad. I really do. It's, it's been great talking with you. And one of the other things when we had that conversation for the book, which was I've ripped off a million times. I, I owe you copyright. It's copyright infringement, but it was such a good point. I said, you said to me, and it like lasers were coming out of your eyes. You were so intent on this. I know how to grow the game by 50%. I don't know if you remember this, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So the floor is yours. I mean, I could repeat it because I've repeated it a million times, but it made a whole lot of sense to me. How can you grow the game by 50%? Yeah. So I just, if you're a baseball player and you're looking to uh, grow this sport in the right direction, remember what was fun to you as a eight-year-old boy showing up to your first major league baseball game. Or if you ever, if you never had that opportunity because, you know, finance whatever, you just didn't have that. Think about what would be fun to you. Well, first of all, you want to talk to one of those major league baseball players. You want to have an interaction, even if it's a wave, even if like they, they say, if it's a short hello, like that's fun. So as a baseball player, remember that every kid you're walking by, even though that you're locked in and you're super competitive and you can't wave to that kid who's yelling your name. You know what I say to that? Screw you. Second of all, sign an autograph. Okay. If you're signing 162 autographs in a year, that's one autograph a game. Take the time to sign an autograph or two for someone that came to support you, even if they don't know who you are. It's going to leave an impression on them that 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 is what makes the game fun. And if you don't want to do that, screw you. Third, (laughs) third, Third thing is have fun you know, enjoy yourself. I forget where I, what I maximize on this or what I said to you, Rob, but enjoy yourself, play the game the right way. There's, there's eyes in the stands. You never know who's watching you. Kids going to see how you're going about your business, make it fun for them. Show them that regardless, if you strike out, there's still tomorrow, there's still another at bat. And if you can't do that, you know, you know what I was, what I'm going to say. Yeah. It's listen, I mean, it's hard to argue. It's hard. And all of it's hard to argue. And you know why I know it's hard to argue? Because I keep repeating it. 
I, I ripped it off from you. So, you know, I always give you credit. I always give you credit. So it's, uh, say it as I, much as you want, but again, no, 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 it makes so much sense. And, and obviously, and honestly, after you said it throughout that year, I forget when we talked, maybe July or something, but I went in and, and, and talked about it with other players. I remember talking with um, Rob Ref Snyder about it, who I think is a really, really genuine, nice guy, means well. And he was just like, he really introspective too. And he just sits there, you know, he th- think, yeah, yeah. And sometimes I think that that's all these guys need to be reminded. We forget. Right? We forget. And again, this is where my, my message comes. Baseball is fun. Remember, just remember why you started playing the game in the first place. I get that when we get older, the competitive uh, part of things starts to creep in and maybe makes it the pressure, uh, the politics. Things start to creep in, but at the end of the day, just don't forget why you started playing this game in the first place. Hmm. Well, baseball is fun. It's it's not only it's it's a slogan, it's a website, it's also a, a mantra. And baseball isn't boring. We're all like I said, we're all part of the same team. Brad, I really appreciate it, man. And also, I'm going to go smother myself in ranch dressing immediately when this is done. Oh. I mean, hey, listen, I, I do you so. I, I got to ask, I mean, when you have this relationship with Hidden Valley, it got you a Halloween costume. I hope it gets you like free ranch chest dressing or something, doesn't you it? Or? I haven't pushed the envelope. I'm, I'm <laughs> waiting till I put together a really good season. And then I'm going to, hey, you want to, you know, really take this to the next level. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, Coop, we're pretty good. Coop, Coop and I are pretty good about getting, uh, help, pushing along endorsements. James with Strom Paxson. with tops. Um, yeah, we we got Matt Strom on the box of tops. Um, Schreider, um well, well, the big one is percentage of seventy eight percent. I will get you on the cover of Hidden Valley Ranch. Okay, there you go. There you go. We can and work with that. We can work with that. Eight percent. J J. Uh, we also James Paxton, Big Maple. <laughs> He is officially, well, not officially. We have to sign the papers. Officially, unofficially, the, the officially, sponsor for the, the uh, Vermont. The director of agriculture of the state of Vermont has contacted us. I'm not even lying. The ambassador for maple syrup for the state of Vermont. That's because of our efforts. That, so, that is beautiful, fellas. Keep up the hard, well, great well, work. I now you're our next right project. <laughs> All right. We got to go. Hey, listen, happy happy holidays. And, um, and it's so good to talk to you. And, and great things ahead for you. Fellas, always a pleasure. Baseball isn't boring, and baseball is fun. Don't ever forget. See you, fellas.